Good evening, Denver Bronco fans. Welcome to another fantastic episode of the Denver Bronco Roundup brought to you by the Rocky Mountain Sports Network. And man, it's been it's been a while since we've seen a few of these faces on the screen and maybe a few of the voices for those of you out there listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So we should welcome, well, the last one I think we've heard from, the very last one. I'll start off with Mr. Jody Moncrief. Jody, how are you doing? Say what's up to Broncos country. What's up? Just enjoying the playoffs. Uh, wish we were in it, but um, there's always next year. Next year, Russ will take us to the playoffs. Ooh, I was going to start it off. I was even thought, thinking about uh, overdubbing the, the intro and, and talking about how spicy it's been backstage, how spicy it's been in the chat. And I think it's going to find its way here onto the show as well. <laughs> Always spicy as well, Mr. Albert Mile High Dutchie, bringing it to the Denver Bronco Roundup tonight, man. How you doing, buddy? And we missed you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It been a while, about a week ago. And what's up, Broncos country? What's up is right, buddy. Good to see you, man. Good to see everybody out there. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of the show. Uh, we appreciate you, just like we appreciate Mr. Trevor Salzman. Been a been a sidekick even on uh, the uh, K&K Sports Show, for that matter. Uh, we've been joined at the hip, buddy. How you been? How you doing? Oh, I've been doing good, Keith. Uh, first of all, I want to give a congratulations to Todd Helton uh, for getting to the Hall of Fame. I mean, well-deserved. Third Rocky now to get in the Hall of Fame with Larry Walker um, as well as a player-wise. So, um, you know, just congratulations to him. That's awesome. He's a guy that uh, I know it's a different sport, but something that, you know, we just don't see players finish with the same team. As they started their career with often, and that's just in any sport. So, uh, congratulations, Todd Helton, and uh, you know, let's kick it off with some Broncos and let's talk it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, like I said, been spicy backstage. Um, before I get to all that spiciness, though, um, I'm going to get to the posse first and foremost. Going to say good evening to Mr. Kenny Kirkpatrick. He says good evening to us. Good evening, fellas. Good to see the fearsome foursome back in action tonight. Right back at you, buddy. Good to be here. Good to be have all my guys around me. Good to start off the chat and starting off the chat as well. Or Mr. Ernie Mays say coming in here saying go Broncos country only. Hello, Keith, Mile High, Dutchie, Jody, and Trevor. And welcome in Ernie Mays, always a fantastic supporter. Um, Graham's just coming in here and saying, hey, Joe Maurer made it too. Not a Rockies guy. And I know that we we're a little bit more Colorado based, but it was nice to see joe uh joe mauer get in graham i completely agree and albert's coming in here with his woo if he's not if he can't do it on the screen he's going to do it virtually coming in here in the comments as well thanks albert working hard backstage i appreciate it so um guys um i wanted to first and foremost just remind everybody if you're over on youtube kind of like graham is last comment i put up by graham talking about joe mauer <laughs> was over on youtube go over onto youtube and make sure that you're typing in winner. It's the way that you get entered in for our giveaway. Um, so guys, if check it out. It's on our Facebook page. You can see what the giveaway is. If you'd like to, you can head over to YouTube. Go ahead and just type in winner. You're all entered to win. Uh, by the way, Albert and Michelle Knoppers, I believe, are entered to win. Albert, come on now. I'm going to get your, I might have to get you something else, man. I don't know if I'll be able to pull your name out of the hat. But like Graham says, winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's been a while since I've seen all these four faces on the screen. And guys, it's been a while 
since we had our own little episode of For those of you tuning in, audio only, the judge is back in session. Judge Jody, I think it's a perfect, perfect start to maybe get the banter going online, if nothing else. But Judge is here to tell us why, oh why, there is no room on this roster for a bridge quarterback. Jody, the judge, I'll even give you the big screen here, bud. Take it away. Tell us why the Broncos absolutely cannot go bridge quarterback in 2024 uh there are many reasons um you're paying russ a lot of money um if you cannot guarantee me that a bridge quarterback a quarterback that is on team two three four five for a reason because they are not proven winners can win more games than russ then it makes no sense to spend the money to go get a bridge quarterback when you have massive holes on this team from tight end to wide receiver to D line to middle linebacker to cornerback number two. Um, and it's a wasted year. Um, go get if if you're not going to roll with Russ, go get a rookie quarterback, play him, um, let him take his lumps. Um, Sean Payton is supposed to be this quarterback guru. He should be able to get his quarterback ready and develop him. He doesn't have to come out and win right away, but get him developed to get him ready. Um, starting someone like a Ryan Tannehill or whoever else it may be does nothing but waste the season, puts you right back where you are right now next year, drafting middle of the round. Uh, where you're going to be picking the third, fourth best quarterback off the board again, and you're back in the opening Russ. That commits probably 45, 50 million to a quarterback room when you have massive holes. It's not needed. You are the Denver Broncos. You're about winning. Um, playing a quarterback like that shows you are not about winning. Um, it's Russ or rookie. That's the only two options for next year, in my opinion. All right, man. Um, I'm gonna let others chime in. I know that Albert has a very well, kind of on par, similar. I'm gonna bring it over to Albert. See if he has anything to add. Anything he wants to maybe push back against. What are your thoughts, Albert? Is it is it no bridge quarterback for the Denver Broncos in 2024? Hey, Jets, Jody, this is for you. Ric Flair. Woo! Yeah. No, it is for me. It is Russ or a rookie. Uh, what I preferably see is draft a rookie quarterback, let him sit at least one or two years behind Russ and get acclimated to uh, to the NFL and then just what the Packers do. And they have been very successful with it then start on a rookie quarterback. But, yeah, anything else? I am i don't think that would be a good idea. Don't know if he's talking about you. No, he's actually entering for the prize. Michael Ronquillo coming in saying hashtag winner, making sure he's entered for the giveaway as well. But, yeah, um, also have him double dipping coming over on Facebook saying good evening, Keith, Jody, Albert, and Trevor. Big orange and blue hearts, big clapping it up, and we appreciate you so, Michael. Thanks, Michael, so much. We appreciate you, and thanks for getting entered into our contest as well. So, uh, have Pearl Heater coming in saying hello, hello to you, Pearl. Always a fantastic supporter. Like I said, if it's going to be Roundup royalty, you've got to be the queen at this point. So, thank you so much for for jumping in, uh, Trevor. Maybe a different opinion. Maybe different thought process. What is your thoughts around the judge's decision that there can be no bridge quarterback for the Denver Broncos in 2024? Well, see, this is my thought process. I mean, I think all options should be on the table for this team at quarterback. I mean, that's trading up. That's picking a quarterback in the draft. That's in free agency as well. I'm not shutting the door on either one of them because here's the thing. 
yeah, we've seen our fair share of veteran quarterbacks, bridge quarterbacks per se, but we've also seen a good amount of rookie quarterbacks who just not not panned out. Drew Locke, mm-hmm. Paxton Lynch. What for the worst, you can say, oh yeah, well the coaching staff didn't help him out or whatever. But I mean, we've we've seen a little bit of everything when it comes to quarterbacks. So I would, I just wouldn't close out and say, oh, just we have as new rookie or Russ. What what if Russ is gone, rookie? But what so you're gonna force if you Russ if you Pick a quarterback at twelve, you know, or anything like that. You're to me, the top three guys are gonna be off the board likely before you pick. So again, so many questions of are you gonna be able to trade up or not? And I just don't know that Sean Payton really wants to develop a rookie quarterback. I think he wants to win now. So mm-hmm. maybe that's him being aggressive and go back and trading up into the draft of the top three to get that quarterback. So then he can build the team out from there. I'm not a big fan of that just because you have given up premium draft cap the last couple of years and it's just not worked out so if it doesn't work out it's going to put you in an even worse situation going forward um so it just it all comes down to though just everybody being 100 on the quarterback that they get i mean that's within the organization that's everybody you've seen some of these quarterback busts throughout the years they've been one person deciding and then maybe not everybody else would be in 100 agreement what uh, comes to mind trey lance and san francisco kyle shanahan wasn't the biggest fan of trey lance well guess what uh john lynch wanted trey lance and so they trade up and get him so you just, I want everybody to be on the same page in the Broncos building. If that's their guy going forward, then we got to back it, no doubt about it. And that's it just that's the same thing in free agency, the draft, wherever route they go. I just would keep all options open because I don't think it's just – I mean, we need to figure out this position now. I mean, there's no – keep – you know, every other year I feel like we're talking about a quarterback, different quarterback or different head coach. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm going to hit really quick the chat board. Uh, Graham's coming in here and saying – he'd like to see a rookie as well thanks graham for that and he's also thanks a lot for this graham has taken a long flight back from hawaii just recently and he's saying joining in with so much jet lag by the way ha 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 i want to ask one question of you and then i'm gonna hit go back around the horn why not russell wilson then why not russell wilson you're talking about the bridge quarterback that you know that we all need to be in agreement with the rookie quarterback that we all need to be in agreement with why can't we all come to an agreement on russell wilson being our quarterback within the denver broncos organization trevor in your opinion yeah so i'm in agreement i do want russ to stick around not your your opinion why can't the denver broncos come to an agreement with Russell Wilson. Why are we even having this conversation to begin with? I guess is what I'm asking. Because you don't he's not fitting the system and it's not there's no it's just not connecting right. And that's Sean Payton's mind. That's what he's he's got his own mind. He's got his own quarterbacks that he has in mind. And, and clearly, here's the thing, guys. If if Denver's gonna move on from Russell Wilson, that there's gotta be some sort of upgrade that that Sean Payton has in mind for Russell Wilson. I mean, over Russell Wilson. So you you're gonna have to he's not just going into this blindly. He's gonna have something in mind, a quarterback in mind that he thinks is an upgrade. And I think, and I think truly think Sean Payton wants to win next year. I don't think he wants to rebuild. He didn't sign up for, I don't think, to rebuild. He could have sat out another year and sat at Fox and then joined another team in this coaching cycle if he was going to do that. So I just think it's the scheme. I don't, I don't think that he's just a fit for either one. I think from the beginning, it was a disaster. That's why you see, you hear, hear reports of Sean Payton, didn't, he didn't want to, I mean, he wanted assurance he could move off from Russell Wilson in it within a year. It's time mm-hmm. if it didn't work out. I'm not, I'm not reporting that. I'm just saying it's from what we've heard, and it makes yeah. sense, everything trickling on down from where it's at. It's just it's disappointing to see that because, again, you want to see that rookie or that or that, that quarterback and head coach relationship work more, more than a year, I mean, for what you give up for Sean Payton. You're investing to a coach. you got to invest in that quarterback. Now it's hard because you're just moving on from him. And, for I mean, we don't know what what's an upgrade. What's the clear upgrade? We don't know, so – I got a different, a little bit different question I want to ask the judge. I'll probably ask the same one of Mile High Dutchie since they're a little bit more on the track. You said that if we bring in a bridge quarterback, you need to guarantee that he can win more games than Russell Wilson. How many games is Russell Wilson, in your mind, going projected to win? Especially, and we, I know that we had a little bit of feistiness in the chat in the back room, but given the last three years, you can't have overly high expectations, can you? What is your expectations for Russell Wilson? What would that bridge quarterback be competing against? Uh, second year in this offense, you get playmakers around him, a tight end that he had little to no production from, either Javante, either you 
know that Javante is going to be explosive next year or get an explosive running running back and commit to the run. Um, with that, there's no reason you shouldn't have double-digit wins. Russ mm-hmm. won you six games, what, seven games this year. Yep. Um, you were in a bunch of other games. That is with the 30th ranked defense in the NFL. Now you can say, oh, the numbers are skewed because 70 points against Miami. Okay, 26, 27th ranked. You still had a bottom third of bottom, you know, five, six defense. So touche. Touche. So fix that. Um, I'm not saying you need LOB or Ooh, either that's a bad, bad freeze up from Jody, or we might have lost him. Not thinking that we need. Oh, Jody's back. Sorry, we lost that right, about lob, man. Uh, you don't need the you don't need lob or uh, no fly zone. Give us a top fifteen defense. Give us a run game. Commit to the run game. Um, scheme runs that are creative, not just right up the middle. There was no creative runs. Uh, fight a tight end. Um, look at the teams in the – look at the final four teams. George Kittle, Sam Laporta, um, Travis Kelsey, um, the Ravens, their tight end is hurt. But look at that, three three teams with elite tight ends. That's what you need. Teams that commit to running the football. Teams with Teams with good defenses. Right there, that's how you win. Um, and there's no reason Russ can't. And Russ, there was nothing. The only knock that I, I, I mean, I have other knocks, but we knew Russ took sacks. We don't need to debate that. He's done that his whole career. That is what Russ did. Um, besides that, the only knock that I had on Russ is figure out or he fumbled the ball way too many times running the football, falling, sliding. That figure that out. That that can't happen next year. Other than that, he didn't throw intercept. He didn't throw in a ton of interceptions, only eight. He was throwing touchdowns. He was one of the best quarterbacks in the red zone. Um missed the last two games. Probably should have thrown still for 30 touchdowns. I could name probably three games that Judy dropped touch touchdowns right in his hands. Um, and that can win. Then that's a formula to win. It's whether you go get a bridge quarterback or not. That what are you going to do? Throw 30, 40 times with a bridge quarterback? That's not a formula to win. So you've got to scheme around Russ and, and give Russ help. Uh, you asked Trevor. Oh. I have one other thing. You asked Trevor. Uh, the question you asked Trevor. Um. Sean Payton has to adjust. He cannot be stuck with this system from 2000. Look at the great coaches. John Harbaugh comes to mind. He is not running the same system with Joe Flacco as he is um, Lamar Jackson. You adjust. Look at Pete Carroll. He is not running the same system with Russ as he is Geno Smith. These great coaches adjust. Sean Payton, you're going to have to adjust. There is not a Drew Brees type quarterback, maybe one that people bar on both sides of the fence, J.J. McCarthy, that get under center, play from under center, and are true pocket passers. So, Sean Payton, you've got to adjust. You've Sean Payton, I get the thing when I think of Sean Payton, I get the feeling he would rather lose games running his system. Then win games, not or like the chaos. He don't like he don't like games where like like the Buffalo game where Russ is making erratic throws and stuff like that down at the end zone to Sun. He don't like that, and he would rather lose than win that way. Fair enough, Judge coming in with double digit wins, but I do want to get Albert's thoughts on this as well, Albert. What are your thoughts, man? This team expectations. We don't want to bring in a bridge quarterback that's given us less than what we get from Russell Wilson. 
What is less than Russell Wilson? What are the expectations in your mind for Russell Wilson? Again, we've seen four wins. We've seen seven wins. And just to hit a real quick comment real quick that I wanted to bring up around this as well. Graham saying two disappointing years from a previously great QB. A third is going to be so frustrating for Broncos country. What is your thoughts? What are the expectations for someone like Russell Wilson, second year in this offense? Uh, in in this offense, um, I would say Russ can win 12, 13 games a season easily if he has a system that works with all that plays to all players' strengths. How many of those is Sean Payton going to lose because he is not adjusting? Probably half of them. If you have Sean Payton wants to have a system that works for, for a Drew Brees. And there are not many quarterbacks like Drew Brees in the entire NFL. We have seen it now. And yep. so and that is no longer the game anymore. It used to be a very quality game. A pocket pass like Drew Brees used to be very good. But it is no longer in order. It is an outdated system. So if Sean Payton does not adjust, we're going to lose again. We're going to have a losing season again. Sean Payton is the one that needs to adjust. He needs to be able to adapt in-game. He cannot do that either. We have seen that mm. multiple times. We've seen it multiple times. Look at the last two games. Uh, uh, Mike McClinchy was out. So we had uh, Fleming in there. Yep. Fleming needed help. And how often did he get the help? Hardly. And that is part of the problem. Sean Payton needs to ad adapt in the game as well. And that doesn't happen. And I think the the problem is not with, with the players. We have very high-quality players. But if you don't have a head coach, especially in the offensive side, that doesn't adjust, you're not going, not going anywhere. Strong words. Strong words from our brother in here on the Denver Bronco Roundup. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to hit the chats just really quick. Um, Kenny Kirkpatrick saying, keep Russ, and here is a realistic plan of free agents, in my opinion. Tony Pollard, uh, Marquise Hollywood-Brown, uh, William Gay, linebacker, I think, uh, but can afford all three, supposed to signing one big name. Excuse me, folks. Um Pearl Heater's coming in here and saying Jared Stidham is not the answer. Russ is as good as any bridge quarterback out there. Interesting stuff. We still have to pay him. I am cheap. I hate wasting money. So very good. We'll call you affordable. We'll call you affordable, Pearl. So um, what else we have? Um, uh, Martin. I, I always love Martin. Martin coming in here. Over on YouTube, Martin, if you haven't typed in winner, remember, get entered for our giveaway by doing so. He says, we all know the stats can lie. Russ just didn't pass the eye test. His best plays took outstanding catches from his receivers. Um, <laughs> and got to give it up to the other half of the K&K &K Sports Show. Boys, Russ, Brady, or rookie from day one. That's our good friend. Kurt Valente from the KNK Sports Show. Now that they've both shown up, the KNK Sports Show, Kenny and Kurt, check those guys out. East Coast Cousins have a fantastic, you know, slew of podcasts. So, guys, whether you're looking Broncos, Giants, whether you're looking talking some NBA, some Major League Baseball, believe me, they got you covered. They got some East Coast flair. Check out the KNK Sports Show. There is your uh, little little plug there, Trevor. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give you. A little bit of time to talk about everything we just we, we just heard from jody we just heard from albert on that those double digit wins it's all possible especially if sean payton adjusts what are your thoughts man what would russell wilson second year in the with the denver broncos look like um i mean again i think first of all you gotta if you're gonna keep russell wilson around you're gonna have to fix the personnel around him and i think uh you know, the sooner they do that, the better he will be. And that's the thing that's for any quarterback. But I think when it comes to Russ, I think that that's definitely important. And again, Russ isn't the issue. But I mean, again, it hasn't been the solution to where this team's team's at roster wise, where lack of talent receiver room, lack of talent in the tight end room, 
Um, lack of talent in the running back room, lack of production, I should say, not talent, production from all mm. three of those positions. And you just you're not getting the production from those sides of the ball. So I just think it starts with the draft. That's where again we've seen that with the Rams, where they did, you know, they went to hit on day three, day four picks. Um, and you've seen them back into the playoffs again when everybody thought they might rebuild. And they have a veteran quarterback like Matthew Stafford still playing at a high level. And so and you, see, you see what he can do with more targets, more weapons. Puka Nakua comes to mind. I mean, so mm. it's just I just think again, says it starts with running the ball more efficiently. This team's 18th ranked in the NFL and running the football this year. Um, you have to run the ball more efficient. You got to get more production out of your running backs. Also, I just think these wide receivers. I keep going back to wide receivers. I don't think these guys are getting open enough, in my opinion. They're not mm. creating enough separation so Russ can throw them the ball or even sit them. I think we've seen that with two quarterbacks now. How how much time are we gonna? You know how, how many times we're going to continue to blame the quarterback when I think it's also part of the receivers as well. Quarterback okay. deserves the blame, no doubt, but I think some of the some of the weapons you have, they're just not producing as well. And I think Sutton, the deep ball, is what, what seemed like it worked all season long. But Jerry Judy, you know Marvin Mims, his route tree is not very good. I mean Jerry Judy, he he he's not getting the ball, but I just also think that his routes are not the best, and obviously the drops are a problem with Jerry Judy as well. So. I think you can just start by running the football more effectively and getting more production from your guys around you and building up that defense once again because you can't have that defense being as bad as it is, especially uh, on the defensive line. You have one guy above average in Zach Allen, above average defender. The rest of those guys are not. That's John. That's uh, Jonathan Harris and that's DJ Jones. So you're going to have to, you know, upgrade other parts, of, you know, before you get to Russ. If you're going to bring back Russ for another year. Again, I also want to see what Russell Wilson and Sean Payton can do if he comes back into a second year. Because this, again, first year of Russell Wilson. We're not year three or four. We're in the first year. Russell Wilson ha has had two different offensive schemes he's had to learn. So I would like to see if Russell Wilson's back. I would be very interested to see what Russell Wilson could do in a second year with Sean Payton as his head coach. Very good. Uh, Michael Ronquillo coming in here. His thoughts, Drew Locke or Russell Wilson? That's his his choices. So um, Pearl's coming in here. Loving what you're saying. 100% Trevor. That's what her comment is. So that being said, guys, we will. I think this is going to be a perfect transition. You talked about the pieces and parts that would need to be around Russell Wilson. Uh, we're going to transition to the next piece of our agenda. But before we do it, guys, I think we better cool it down, man. Heated, heated topic. Heated uh, a little agenda. Maybe a little bit of time for some trivia. It's time that we brought back a little bit of Knopper's knowledge. Time to shake it off. No, I, I don't even think that's even allowed on a Denver Bronco podcast to say. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up real quick. Scoops is coming in here and saying, winner, did I do this right? Well, almost. I see that you're on Facebook doing winner. I need YouTube. You type type winner. Uh, that's the way you get entered. Uh, if you could head over to YouTube, Scoops, I'd love to give it away to you, Scoops. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for being um, part of the show. Uh, look forward to the some comments. But right now, we're looking forward to some Knoppers knowledge. Let's get him on the big screen. Albert's going to take it away. He's got one guy on the Denver Broncos roster, as last we knew it now. Um, he's going to go ahead and give us clues piece by piece. We're going to go ahead and, uh, you know, guess, try to figure out who this is. Uh, we're going to leave it to the commenters, the posse, as we call it, here in the, uh, in the chat board, first and foremost. And um, let's see, what else? I was going to say one other thing. Oh, if you win. A thousand knoppers bucks, man. And uh you have to have a billion in order to get a uh penny off of the uh the knoppers. Uh no, I'm there's no no value. We'll give you a thousand knopper dollars, man. But take it away, Albert. What do you got for us tonight? Okay. This player was born on July twenty-seventh, nineteen ninety-five. So he is eighty have uh, he is it's his age is twenty-eight. He's six foot two and two hundred thirty-five pounds. Six two, two thirty-five, twenty-eight year old. And did you say where he was born, or just that he was born? He was born on July twenty-seventh. Okay, oh, July twenty-seventh. Give... Okay, very good. No, I just didn't know if you gave me a city. I'm sorry. I will give you a city too, Des Moines, Iowa. He was born in Des Moines, Iowa. All right, twenty-eight year old Des Moines, Iowa kid. Okay. 
What next? Mm-hmm. I, I got nothing. I'm not seeing anything <laughs> coming through. That's a that's a that's a that's a really open area. So let's yep. narrow it down. What else you got, buddy? Oh, Kenny's. Oh, we got this. a question. Defense or offense? Michael's right. wonder. Listen to the clues. Okay. <laughs> okay. Get in line, boys and girls. Go ahead, Albert. Okay, this kid attended Sycamore High School in Sycamore, Illinois, and he played football and basketball. Um, he played wide receiver and safety and was uh, named first team All-State as a junior and a senior in high school. So we got him playing wide receiver and safety in high school. He's doing really well at it. He's playing in Illinois now, They even though he's born in Iowa. Any mm-hmm. guesses? Um, Kenny Kirkpatrick is coming in with Ben DiNucci, was my guess, but he isn't from Iowa. Um, Pearl's wondering if he's cute. I cannot judge that one. <laughs> <laughs> and Kenny's wondering if it's Riley Moss. Nope, it's not Riley Moss. All right, man. Any guesses from from the DBR uh, members here? Uh, Josie Jewell? Nope. Okay, I will give you the, the next clue. Clue three. Let's let's take it away, buddy. So uh, this kid played four seasons with the Iowa Hawkeyes. He made fifty-three appearances and started uh, the last forty games of his career. He played a, a, a lot of special teams and as other positions as a true freshman. Uh, he also returned a ball for a touchdown against Northwestern. <laughs> College is not my thing, so I'm uh, I'm I'm passing and passing and passing. Any uh any comments coming in from uh, the DBR crew? I don't see anything coming through the uh, the chat board as of yet. Okay, I will I will continue on. All now right, we, man. Now we go to nope, not Mims. <laughs> not let me at least get it up on the screen first, boy. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Pearl, uh, Mims is not the answer, but thanks for the guess. I appreciate it. <laughs> no. Go ahead. So, so uh, this kid signed with the Kansas City Chiefs as an undrafted free agent and mm. made the f- final 53-man roster out of training camp. He made his debut on September 9, 2018. Uh, can I get a guess? Can I get a guess? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a, an eight-second countdown for the comment okay. section. Seven. Cool. Oh, there's Michael Ronquillo coming in with my guess. Nope. Fullback Michael Burton. Ben Neiman is the correct answer. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. That is Mr. Yeah. Martin over on YouTube. He's becoming a winner in multiple ways, entering for the contest, getting a thousand Nopper dollars. Maybe we'll have to include that inside the package to get that all printed up. Some Nopper dollars. Congratulations, Martin. Martin. Ben Neiman, finish it out. Albert, what else did you have to say about Mr. Ben Neiman? Um, so he, he also played with the Cardinals, and then uh, he played for uh, Arizona for a while. He, then he, on uh, April 17th, he signed with the Titans, but was waived on the, on uh, August 29th. And then on September 1st, he signed with the Denver Broncos for the practice squad. Very good, man. A little bit of Nopper's knowledge, certainly quizzing us up, keeping us guessing, <laughs> keeping me in the dark. Appreciate it, Albert. Fantastic, fantastic edition of Nopper's Knowledge. All right. Yeah, what? We, have, we have a cheater. We have a cheater. What do you mean? Yeah, they cannot use a Google. <laughs> Martin's coming in and says, I can't lie. Google should get the credit for the win. Ha ha ha. We got we got uh we, we were done over, guys. We were uh taken advantage of no thousand nopper dollars for you. Um, but you can still you're still entered to win in our giveaway, Martin. Appreciate the support, appreciate your honesty as well. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to kick this off. We're going to kick this off with the rocket man himself, Mr. Trevor Salzman. We, we've debated back and forth about a Russell Wilson, but guys, let's face it. This roster isn't perfect. This roster has holes. And regardless, we're going to need to try to figure out some things. 
I don't know how you actually want to approach this, Trevor, especially since there's still that debate of of Russell Wilson raging out there. But let's talk a little bit and start talking about some of the holes that we have, the holes that we might expect, and how we're going to fill them for the 2024 season. Yeah, so again, if, if Russell Wilson's gone, they move on from quarterback immediately shifts up the list number one that's that's your immediate uh, need that you need to figure out what you're going to do you you can't move forward in a different direction without going quarterback first so i have this uh based on this list based on uh russell wilson being uh, somewhere else and then moving on from russell wilson so for me it's quarterback one um just for many reasons again they have so many different options they can go with uh Mm -hmm. defensive line uh, they were 30th in yards given up and 17th in touchdowns allowed. Uh, tight ends, third on my list. Wide receivers, fourth. Corner is uh, fifth. And that uh, we were 22nd in yards given up, 28th in touchdowns given up, and 19th in interceptions. So somebody on the other side of Patrick Sertan would be nice. Um, you know, Riley Moss, will get, he'll be that guy that will get an opportunity, I think. But I think you still need to – a nice veteran would be nice to bring in. Uh, maybe they bring back Fabian Moreau. That's also a possibility. Inside linebacker uh, with Joseph Jewell being possibly being gone, you, I think you're going to have to either find a replacement for each of this cheap or you're going to have to look into the draft. Offensive line, uh, Denver's offensive line averaged 2.7 seconds tied for first in the NFL uh, for uh, a time allowed in the pocket. Um, and then they finished sacks, uh, sixth in sacks, giving up with 52. So, again, I put offensive line on there because – I think it's somewhere you're going to have to, at some point in time, I think in the draft, or maybe it's undrafted free agents as well, um, or maybe even free, even free agency, just cheap uh, offensive line option. I think that would be somewhere where you think you can possibly upgrade or even just look to bring depth. I think, you know, any each and every team, every offseason, you are, it's like bullpen pieces and baseball. For, for, you know, every NFL team, you're looking for offensive line, you're looking for that depth. So I put offensive line here on this list as well. And then I put in edge rusher on this list as well, because uh, this team, again, what I f- figured out, which was really interesting was um, this team had 42 total sacks in the season, 22nd in the NFL pressure percentage, um, 80, 18.2%, which is tight uh, is 29th in the league, 117 pressures all season long. That's 29th in the NFL as well. So you need edge rushers. I think part of that is also go along with the defensive line. You're going to need some push from that defensive line up front. Um, so I think that's you're, you're asking your Ed Rushers to do a lot of the pushing. Other than Zach Allen, the rest of the guys, you look at them, they don't, they can get after the quarterback. Um, and then I go, I went ahead and went to, um, yeah. And then running back was on this list as well. But I don't think that again with for Denver, I think you're gonna you're gonna have to kind of work with what you have in the running back room because mm-hmm. you you have you have three options that are all on the roster right now. If you can if you can move off them and get an upgrade, sure. But again, you have so many of these different. Uh, position of needs that you need to address with limited draft capital. Keep in mind, Denver's $24 million over the salary cap right now. Now, they'll, they will restructure some contracts to get underneath that, but use your money smart and don't overpay for running back. That You can't do that. Maybe that's something they address in the draft. So that's what I got for team needs, and we can discuss as we go along, but that's what I got for team needs overall was. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and hit that. I got to say that, man, your team needs list looks like my CVS receipt I last picked up, man. Holy mackerel, man. I think it's going and going and going. Um, I'm going to bring it over to Jody first, man. I want to get his thoughts. Your number one need, if Russell Wilson is gone, was one quarterback position. Jody, what are your thoughts if Russell Wilson is gone on exactly the direction and the position we should go when it comes to quarterback? You know, again, Sands, Russell Wilson. What would you want to do, sir? Don't got a mic for you yet. If Russ is gone, it's probably quarterback round one. And unless one guy fall, unless one of two guys fall to you, um, Brock Bowers or Marvin Harrison Jr., which I don't think he will for sure. If yeah. Brock Bowers falls to you, you take Brock Bowers, that's a Gronk tight, tight end, and that's something this team has not had since Um, But you're, you're uh, to get back, you're, if Russ isn't here, you think we should be looking, you know, first pick, and are, are we, is there any possibility in your mind of moving up? And then in my, my last question is, who are you targeting? Who are you really 
think we have the ability to get at the 12 or where you can move up to? Uh, so I'll give two answers. Okay. What I, what I would do, I would, I would not move up. You don't have assets to, you have limited assets. Um, I'm trying to get draft picks. Um, I either move down if I think I can still get the quarterback that I want. And the quarterback I want in the first round is JJ McCarthy. He is a true under the center, uh, stand in the pocket type passer. None of these other other quarterbacks are that. Um, mm-hmm. What I think Denver will do, um, I'm kind of on the fence. I can see Denver going all in. Sean Payton has raved about Caleb Williams, and I can see him trying to make a play for Caleb Williams. Wow. Um, but that's not what I would do. Um, I don't I think that I don't think that solves anything. It doesn't matter what quarterback, except maybe a unicorn like Patrick Mahomes. If you don't have weapons or you don't have playmakers, you are going to fail. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to bring it over to uh, to our good friend, the Mile High Dutchie. Russell Wilson, we have decided to move on in uh, in uh, Trevor's little evaluation that we put forward here. So quarterback has been elevated to the number one position in his mind. What are you doing at quarterback if if uh, we've moved on from Russell Wilson at that point? Um, that will be that being said, I want to bring this up because it's kind of blowing up in, in the chat a little bit. Kenny's bringing up Drew Locke, anyone? I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. Uh, Pearl saying I like Drew um, as well. Um, Michael Ronquillo saying Drew Locke was not given the chance with the Broncos, and that's sad. Um, like I said, all of a sudden QB becomes a big, big need, as Trevor says. We we no longer have Russell Wilson in the building. What are you doing at quarterback, Mile High Dutchie? If Russ really is gone, which I don't hope, but if he's gone, bring Drew Locke back. Because Drew Locke is the type of quarterback that Sean Payton likes. and Drew Locke can be a pocket passer. And he has some run ability, so Drew Locke could be the... But yeah, I would not go for an, a quarterback in the first round. Okay. I, I would go either for a tight end or for a line uh, lineman in the first round. Because that is a big, bigger need. Um, and we're going to get into our next segment. We're going to be really debating the number twelve overall pick. But quarterback will be that be that position we'll have to go for. Is Drew Lock who you're going all in for then in this in this yeah. off season without Russell Wilson? If Russell Wilson is no longer playing here, yeah, bring Drew Lock back, and then with Ben DiNucci as his uh, backup, I think you can. You can. There are worse teams off we've seen. And Dinucci is a quarterback of my liking. He needs to grow a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and Drew Luck, Drew Luck has the capability of a top 15 quarterback if he is in the right system and the support. And I really like Drew Luck. Sign me up, says says Albert Knoppers. Why not go after Drew Luck? Um, <clears throat> you know, it didn't look bad up there in Seattle. Um, showed a lot of heart. Can't give it. Can't can't say the guy didn't show a lot of heart up there. Um, if you saw that post game win interview, that was something else. Tugged at my heartstrings. I know that. Um, and I was always a Drew Lock fan as well. Would not be the worst case scenario. Um, Everything Broncos podcast. Thanks for joining our podcast. Saying a lot of analysis says JJ McCarthy is another Russell Wilson. Um, decision coming soon for Russell Wilson says Michael Ronquillo. Yeah, they took that week off. They are in the building for a week. We've been on Russ Watch now for, what, two weeks, guys? Russ Watch for two weeks, trying to figure out exactly what is coming. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Uh, as Pearls came in, coming in saying Drew may be cheap, too. Um, can't Isn't going to demand, demand a ton of money. Can't really demand a ton of money, right? Um, even uh, Kurt Valente coming in here and saying Drew Locke, yes. Um Trevor, I'm going to run it back over to you, man. Number one was quarterback. We might be able to get through a few of these. What did you have number two on your list? I had a defensive line. Defensive line, and we'll go quickly try to bring this around the horn, see how many we can get in. 
what's our solution in defensive line in your in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I would mix it up a little bit uh, on the defensive line. You know, I don't know if there's going to be going to be anybody there at twelve to get, but I would I would go free agency, probably the free agency route to go fix that. Um, you know, I, I think that that would be the best route. I think that's where you're going to get your production from. I maybe maybe third fourth round you, you would address that again. It's really hard because to address all these holes, and again, I don't expect the Broncos to address every single hole that I just said. <laughs> Um, but I would, <laughs> I would prioritize defensive line because you're you teams were running down your throat all season long, and you and it's a lot of pressure on your on your linebackers, and so uh, I would expect free agency route, and then maybe towards a later part of the draft again. Another reason why maybe getting more picks back, you know, moving back in more picks, more bites to the apple, you can fill more of these holes down the line. I think you have to keep talking, uh, Trevor. Keith, Keith must have froze. Yeah, so a guy I had a guys in mind was DJ Reader. That was one guy in mind that I had. But curious to, see, to hear what you guys' thoughts are. Albert, we'll start with you since Keith's frozen. Yeah, for me, it is a linebacker of a lineman is uh, the first option. That yeah. would be my first pick. If they uh, uh, go down on the picks, getting some more draft picks, trading down, I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, the lineman would be my first option. Quarterback, yeah, we have all that already a lot of money invested in quarterback, and that's not going to go away, and it's only going to get worse if we keep doing what we're doing. Very good. I, I I'm sorry, guys, having a little bit of internet issues. I kind of cut out a little bit. I was looking for solutions on the defensive line. Albert, did you uh did you get to address how you would uh, fix those issues? Uh, the first one is we need a, a defensive lineman, and we, we don't need one. We need two. Maybe we need even three defensive linemen, and that's where I would put in my premium picks. Uh, the first three, four picks, I would put it in 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 the defense because the defense right now is struggling and yeah, literally killing us. The offense, we, we are pretty decent on offense. We have. An, at least a mid mid tier offense uh, offense, and so we we are pretty decent there, and we can pick maybe some undrafted rookies for offense, but the defense that needs to be shored up, and that is the biggest problem, in my opinion. Very good, uh, Jody. Defensive line, I think it is an issue. I think we've talked about it all season long. Obviously, Trevor put it number two on his list. How are you going to fix the uh, defensive line? This offseason, what would you like to see be done? No, Mike, buddy. I think you probably need two new starters. Um, Zach Allen is going to be here next year. Um, you, you don't need it. Probably free agency. I would go get a dominant, big nose tackle that can stop the run. And also, how I solve this defensive line is. With my linebacking court, Josie Jewell was not good in the run game. He just wasn't good. Go get a linebacker that can cover or go get a linebacker that can fill holes, um, that can play in the box. Um, I like Alex Singleton, and he probably will be back here as a starter next year. But he is one of the best tacklers six yards down the field. He need both those both your linebackers have got to fill holes better and help help this D-line. That That's where it starts for me. Um, I know this is switching gears like midway through, but I did want to get the Everything Broadcast, uh, Everything Broncos podcast really quick and just get your quick opinion on this. They're saying, I like Bo Nix at 12. What are your thoughts of Bo Nix at 12, Jody? No, um, <laughs> I have. I, I've said, and I've, and I'll stick by this. I have two quarterbacks I want in this realistic quarterbacks. You're not. I don't really want Caleb Williams. You're not getting Drake May. You probably aren't getting Jaden Daniels, who I'm not really high on. I want JJ McCarthy, or I want uh, Michael Pratt. Those are the two quarterbacks I want. And really quickly, not Bo Nix because – give me one or two. Because I can't get out of my head what I've seen when he played at Auburn. 
Okay. I, I gave him the nickname Bo Picks. He threw a lot of interceptions. Um, and he plays in a, in my opinion, a gimmick offense at Oregon that does not sync up well with what Sean Payton does. He doesn't play from under center. He doesn't throw across the middle. A lot of his throws were outside and deep down the field. It just, to me, doesn't mesh well. Very good. Uh, Kenny's also saying Bo is a reach, in my opinion, at number 12. You were talking about inside linebackers. I know that, Albert, you were talking about shoring up this defense. I know it was also on Trevor's list as well. I can't remember the exact ranking. Inside linebacker, what are your thoughts, Josie Jewell, Alex Singleton? Obviously, the defensive front is is a big part of why we maybe struggle, but that linebacker core could maybe use some tweaking as well. What are your thoughts on that? If if we shore up the the defensive lineman up front, if we shore that up, then everything will get easier for the linebackers too. And Joseph Jewell and Singleton had a really really tough uh, year because of the yeah the misfits that what we had up front, uh, and that is part of the problem. If they shore it up, then they can go into one of those gaps that are coming. We had way too many gaps. They couldn't be there in in all of the gaps, and that was the problem. Josie Jewell, I think it, he he should be back in the backfield again next year, because he is that general there. Mm. If he isn't there, the the quality of the defense already goes down. If he's not there, because he puts everybody in place and he sees the the offense coming, and I think that is he will be missed if he is gone. Albert's riding with the uh, the outlaw and the wild man. Um, what are your thoughts behind riding with Josie Jewell, riding with Alex Singleton, Trevor? I know that you had this on your list. What list? Where did you have inside linebackers on this list? Yeah, so I had inside linebacker at sixth. I had okay. tight end, wide receiver, and cornerback ahead of the fourth and fifth. Um, okay, so very I, good. I I I uh, definitely think it's a concern. You know, inside linebacker. I think you need more size as well. I mean. Jewel and, and Singleton are just – they're a little small, you know, when it comes to height-wise. Uh, Drew Sanders is the biggest – one of the biggest linebackers we have. And so I just – I think a year with, with Drew Sanders playing, um, you know, I think we'll, we'll help his progression a lot. Again, we said, you know, last show here on, the, on DBR that, you know, we, we need to see more – when we're grading the rookie class, we need to see Drew Sanders uh, start playing more. So I think you can see this team signing depth, but I don't think they're going to invest in it too much right now. Mm. You're going to probably see Singleton back and Drew Sanders back. Um, and hopefully Drew Sanders just back at inside linebacker, not moving him to edge. Um, you know, it, hopefully they do that, but I don't think I see this team really investing too much into inside linebacker just because again, with the cost, cost control players, you know, you're going to need, and you're where you're at with the cap. You have so many other needs. I think you need to address and you can invest into a more, uh, I don't think that they're going to do the inside linebacker this season. Again, maybe next offseason or something, I can see that. But you have to pick, pick, your, pick your, and choose which positions you're going to really invest into and, and solve this season. Um, I don't think inside linebacker is as much of a concern as some of these others on the, on the list. Very good, buddy. Um, a long list. I'm sure we're going to continue this conversation into further episodes. Well, I know we will because just in general – we're talking off season. We're talking, you know, Shrine Bowl, Senior Bowl, Combine, you know, NFL draft it, visits. You name it. We're going to be talking about a lot of players over the next couple of months. And guys, stay tuned for that. I did want to get to just one last thing on our agenda. I'm going to flip it over to Albert at this point. Albert, the number twelve overall pick. It's been well a while since we've had a first round draft pick. All of a sudden, this number 12 pick becomes huge. It becomes big. There's a lot of things we could do. You can trade up. You can trade down. You can stay put. What are your thoughts around this number 12 pick? What should we be looking at? What should we be doing? Who should we be looking at? Which direction we should we be going? Albert, make a little bit of clarity out of all this. What should we be? Do what do you think the Broncos should be doing? If if that um, the tight end Bowers uh, drops to uh, pick twelve, get him at pick twelve. Okay. If he's if he's already gone before that, then uh, trade down, get some more draft picks, and uh, pick an alignment, a defensive lineman, at a, a later uh, moment. And 
because of the second pick, you can't pick another lineman. So uh, that would be my my first uh, options. Uh, quarterback, I, even even if a rush is gone, get Drew Locke as uh, your bridge quarterback, or whatever you want to call it, and wait another year for an, uh, a quarterback. You can wait. Or draft one in the later rounds and mm. let him sit. But yeah, to me, this tight end and line defensive lineman, that should be the number one and two priorities. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit Trevor next on this one. Um, Pearl saying, by the way, saying don't stretch, get a healthy impact player. I'll also bring up Mel Kuyper just came out with his first mock draft. Uh, Leatu Latu is his pick for the Denver Broncos edge rusher. Not how sure how you feel about that. All the same options on the board, trade up, trade down, you know, stay put. What are your thoughts around players that you'd like to see at 12, players you might move up for, maybe just in general wanting to trade back? Where are you at, Trevor? Yeah, so, again, the list list that we went through is, other than running back, are all positions that we could see this team address at 12. I just want to make that clear. Like, there's there's, this, there's an open window of where they can go at 12. We, I, we'll get closer to the draft. We should have a better idea of where they're going to go. My, Mel Kuyper, is again, he's a guy that's well-knowledgeable, and he talks to GM, so he's trying to get a feel for where these teams might go to. Um, so, yeah, for me, I mean, it, it's really tough because, again, it's hard to predict before the, the draft, but I think, again, for teams, you know, I think it speaks the same. They're going to wait till players start falling if if Brock Bowers does start to fall or uh, Malik Neighbors you know or Adunze you know the receivers may, maybe then you start to you know get those guys again with Patrick mm. Sertan we've seen that 2021 when they have Pat Sertan continue to drop to them so um it's just something where I think they'll stay put for now if they don't trade up which I think it's really unlikely um then I think that you can you can just let the board kind of play out and then at your pick you know, if there's a playmaker that you have that's there, like a Brock Powers or any of those guys I just named, then and they're graded high on your list, and maybe you do take that shot. But they're going to have to be, I think, a a really solid player. I mean, a player that's pretty high on your board for you to stick at twelve, in my opinion, because you just have six picks total. You don't have a lot of, you know, you don't have a lot in your in your deck to play with. You know, uh, so you're just going to have to, I think, just kind of play it by the draft and pick by pick and see what happens. Uh, I've seen that layout to a lot to pick. I don't again. I don't think that they go edge there. At 12 right now, I just again, Dallas turns another guy that I really like. Uh, a lot of you's got some injury concerns. So, to Pearl's comment there, you know, I don't know that he'd be the perfect player for this team. Again, I think you have, I think, good enough edge rushers right there that uh, with, with Jonathan Cooper, Nick Benito, uh, Baron Browning, I don't think you need to invest a first round draft pick into that. I think you can, you know, down the down the line, you can. Those guys are, are B, a B kind of. B tier kind of edge rushers. You need that A tier ed- edge rusher. I think that's what you need. But just upgrading the defensive line will, I think, help you a lot more when it comes to getting after the quarterback, and it will help out these edge rushers not put so much pressure on them. So right now, Brock Bowers, uh, one of those receivers, if not move back, and I'm more in favor of moving back so you can get more bites to the apple because that's what this team needs. Very good, man. Um, Kenny Kirkpatrick, availing, uh, uh, you know, coming in, agreeing with Mel Kiper, saying. He what he thinks the Broncos is uh, will be after a lot too as well. Jody, the judge, Moncrief, you're sitting there. You got the number number twelve overall pick. You know it's not even draft time yet. But what is your thought process behind that number twelve pick, sir? Um, I'm hoping Brock Bowers falls to me. That's three guys. That's three of us that want it so far. Brock Bowers. I just need to point that out. Go ahead, bud. If that doesn't happen, I'm probably moving back, and I'm probably looking at a quarterback, hoping moving back you can still get J.J. McCarthy. The reason I want to draft a court, if you're going to take a quarterback round one, is you get that fifth year with him on a cheap deal. Mm. That's huge. Um, that allow that that extra year is huge, and it saves you a lot of money. Um, if Sean Payton is this QB whisperer that everyone says he is, he should be able to develop a quarterback that people say JJ McCarthy is not ready, but he has the stuff. He has the things that Payton wants: plays from under center, stands in the pocket, throws over the middle. That's the type of things. Came from a true pro style offense with mm-hmm. Jim Harbaugh, um, so we know he was coached, coached hard, coached right. Um, 
that's where I start. Very good, bud. Um, and everything Broncos coming in. I think one of you guys said it. I think it was Jody. I've heard some say Sean Payton never liked Russell Wilson. Maybe that was Trevor. I can't remember which one of you were mentioning that. But yeah, we brought that up on the show as well. Um, Jody, I got you on the screen, man. We just hit an hour on the dot. Kind of crazy. But that being said, we should probably start wrapping up the show. Why don't you give us some final thoughts as we're getting out of here and, um, you know, get ready for our next podcast right around the corner. What are your thoughts, bud? Um, just anxious to see what they do with Russ. We're less than two months away. I think the closer, I think after what is it, the Shrine Bowl where Webb Davis is coach or Davis Webb is coaching, I think that he's going to give some insight on some quarterbacks he coaches and some different things. Um, Denver kind of played themselves in a no man's land with this quarter with where they're picking. So if you're not in love with the quarterback, then like I've said before, roll with Russ and don't waste the 10 to 15 million on a bridge quarterback when you can put that to other uses on this team. Uh, let we we know what Russ can do. Let Russ uh, get a second year in this offense and put the right pieces around him, he can take you very far. Sounds good, buddy. I appreciate it, man. Bringing a, a perspective maybe different than mine. Didn't air it out a whole lot tonight, man, but joined at the hip on a lot of different things. We'll switch it over to Albert Mile High Dutchy. Albert, you and Jody had a lot of similar thoughts this evening. I know you always have some great thoughts as we get out of here. What are your thoughts as we say goodnight to Broncos country on here on the Denver Bronco Roundup podcast? Um, what I would say is drafting a rookie in uh, in the first round for the fifth year option. I'm not so sure if it's feasible because will Sean Payton be here for five years? That is also a big question. So, and if you invest in a quarterback and the coach might not even be there, then guess what? The new head coach will draft another one. So it's, I, I it could be a waste. Um, I want to thank everybody who was in the chat today. Uh, it was a uh, lots of fun again, and we had a good conversation and uh, nice responses. So I'm going to thank you all, Kenny, Bernie, Graham, Michael, Pearl, Martin. And then we have a Ryan and Scoop. Is that the same person? Yes. Yep, that's Ryan Scoops. Yep, that's him. Okay. Then uh, my lovely wife uh, came in here for a second. And then every Broncos podcast, Roger, thank you all for being in the show. It makes our lives, I keep saying this, but it really makes our, our interactions in life so much easier with good comments and good interactions. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Albert. Thank you, Trevor. And what are your final thoughts as we're starting to get out of here on the Denver Bronco Roundup podcast? One more plug. Yeah. So again, like I agree with, with Dutchie here. I think big thank you to everybody here tonight. Um, you guys, you guys make our lives so much easier and, and just so much more entertaining. I mean, you guys continue to support us show after show after show. And you guys are the best fans. We're gonna give you the best each and every show. Um, you're never gonna be disappointed. So like, share, subscribe, do all those great things for us. You know, we really appreciate it. It really helps us out a lot. Um, big thank you to everybody in this podcast. You know, Albert, uh, Jody, and Keith again for a great show. You, again, this is a, such a fun show and the one of the best Broncos shows out there for sure. Uh, except on that, on that uh, Rushmore. Um, but no, um, yeah, again, again, guys. You know, we talk about draft right now, but we're still a few months away from that. You know, so I would encourage you guys. Yeah, we can get in that draft. You know, into that draft talk and have those discussions. But we'll be hearing about those names as we get closer. We also have free agency that we'll hit first. So keep in mind. Mm -hmm. If you do a little scouting, maybe we do that in free agency first because I think the I think the Broncos will make some moves. It will be the splash moves, not sure, but they still will definitely impact the team. And so, you know, let's I think try to get some research into free agency as well uh, before we get into the draft because again, you don't want to override free agency. I think we, this team can definitely make some moves, and uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens what happens with the whole Russell Wilson situation. That'll be probably the first domino that'll fall. I don't know how soon it'll be. I, I think probably February, early February, mid-February, I think is when we hear mm. that. Derek Carr was like the February 13th. So it's just probably right around that timetable 
that we'll hear some sort of news of, you know, the whole Russell Wilson situation. Then we can get a, big, a bigger game plan going in forward uh, into this offseason and get a better, clear idea for sure of what's going to happen going forward. But big thank you to everybody tonight. And, again, uh, like, share, subscribe, and thank you guys for everything, and go Broncos. All right, guys. Um, my final thoughts, um, A, thank you all to all my guys on the, what, the left, the right, I don't know, all my, all my uh, mates here, uh, Trevor. Jody, Albert, another fantastic show. Thank you to everybody who continue to like, share, and subscribe the Rocky Mountain Sports Network, the Denver Bronco Roundup Podcast. We appreciate you. We love you. Along those lines, to show our appreciation and love, don't forget YouTube. Type in the com in the comments, winner, you're entered to win our giveaway, guys. Want to be giving that away. Want to get a good, nice little pool of people so that we can get that uh, taken care of and, um, you know, have a nice little contest there. So please get entered and subscribe. Make sure that you're following us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Make sure that you're listening to us on Apple podcast and on Spotify guys. We appreciate, and we love you so much. And don't forget three days a week, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, 7 PM mountain standard time. You can always catch the Denver Bronco roundup live right on youtube guys thank you guys so much we're going to go ahead and get out of here we're going to be talking to you again soon of course always spicy just like the chat in the back room the chat right here on the denver bronco roundup is spicy as well we appreciate you guys so much and look forward to seeing you keep your feet in your stirrups keep your guns in your holsters keep the broncos in your heart until next time we're going to get out of here good night everyone